Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend. Starting to warm up here in Chicago, so that's always exciting. Um, happy Tuesday, and hopefully you listened to my interview with Dr. Greg Dennis. Some great information just regarding you know a physician here who's changed his practice over to become more functional and holistic and find the root cause of disease. So I definitely recommend listening to that if you haven't already. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to talk a little bit about omega-3s and omega-6s. And part of the reason why I want to talk about this is it's essentially what's happened in the American and Western diet is this ratio of omega-6 to omega-3, excuse me, the omega-3 to omega-6 ratio has gotten a little bit out of hand. A lot of it has to do with the vegetable oils that are being made in all the food that we have, whether that's in restaurants or even at home. Um, and the ratio back years ago, when we evolved on a, on a, on a better diet, <laughs> um, was a one-to-one -one ratio. And now the ratio in the, in the Western world is 16 to one, meaning 16 to one, um, that many more omega sixes than omega threes. And I just think this is something to keep an eye on because it's, it's, it's okay to get omega sixes in your diet. Um, you want to have some, but when it gets out of hand, that's when things can become, uh, problematic because omega sixes are in, inflammatory. Um, and some inflammation is okay, but you want to, um, sort of look out and not, you know, get over inflamed, I should say, and you want to have, uh, more omega threes than you probably think, um, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but, and I'll talk about that today. Um, so look, before I get into that, I'll just say that, um, if you're going out to, if you're going out to eat every night at a restaurant, they are using, um, and I've talked about this before, but they're using soybean oil, um, canola oil, um, you know, rapeseed oil, whatever. And that I think is big. And this is what's called linen, linoleic acid. And that's an omega six fatty acid. And so they're using it cause it's cheap and easy. And, um, the problem is when you use these like soybean oils is when you heat them, it oxidizes. And when you consume them, they cause inflammation. Um, you know, the standard Western diet, like I mentioned, has gone from an omega six to omega three ratio of 16 to one roughly. Um, and it should be one to one. So I'm going to talk about foods that you can, you can have in your diet, um, that will help increase omega threes. Um, but also even might even be more important is the fact that, you know, if you are going out to eat a lot, maybe you should think twice and start cooking at home a little bit and cook with, you know, things that can sustain, that can take on heat and not get oxidized and, you know, cause inflammation. And we've talked about, you know, coconut oil, avocado oil. Um, if you're going to use olive oil, that's fine. Just, I wouldn't use it at too high heat. You can sprinkle that on foods. Um, and then, you know, things like 
Ghee is great. That's G-H-E-E. If you've never heard of it, you can get some good grass-fed ghee. I love using that. Um, some grass-fed butter, tallow. Um, so really, if just by making this small change can make a big impact. Um, and if you are going out to eat, perhaps you can ask them what they're cooking in. And a lot of times they probably won't even know. But I always tell clients if they're going out for eggs or something, you can ask them you know, to make it in butter, as opposed to using some type of, you know, rancid vegetable oil <laughs> that they're probably using because it's cheap and easy. Um, so there's a lot of research around omega threes, um, not only just with anti-inflammatory effect, but their ability to lower, um, LDL cholesterol, as we know, LDL cholesterol actually can be fine in, in the presence of, um, someone who's metabolically healthy, but, um, either way, omega threes, um, are probably one of the more researched, like if you want to say, um, food supplements or breakdowns in our food. Um, so I would say that if you can, um, focus on, you know, adding this to your diet, um, some of the foods that I like to add, I'll just go through those as well. So you know what to look out for. I'm sure if you've, if you're into health at all, you've heard of obviously fish oils, there's fish oil supplements, not all created equal. So you want to make sure that you get a quality fish oil. Um, the, the amount of omega-3s, DHA, EPA per day, they say is like 250 milligrams. Um, but ways to get it from your food. I always say if, if, if you're going to supplement versus getting it through your food, I would say always try to first get it through your food. And that's for anything. Um, if you need to supplement, that's fine. Obviously, make sure you're getting it from a quality source. I interviewed. Um, uh, Colin Stuckert, who's got a great company called wildfoods.co. Uh, so you can check them out. And that is a worthy source to get a lot of things from. So that could be one avenue, but rather than supplementing, you could look at cold water fish. And I've talked about that a little bit before, um, herring, Atlantic herring, sardines, um, mackerel. These are things that I've added in and they're not overly expensive. Um, you can even put in some rainbow trout oysters, um, these are all pink salmon, canned pink salmon. And then, um, if you want to, if you can get some good wild salmon, that would be a great thing to add to the list of getting in, um, you know, those foods that are rich in omega threes, D what's called DHA and EPA. There's also something called ALA and it, that's also an omega three. Um, so the way to get ALA is essentially it gets converted over to EPA and DHA. So sometimes you'll hear people say like flaxseed oil is a common source of ALA, um, chia seeds as well, even a bit of edamame. Um, and these are sources that you can get ALA from as well. Also, most people don't realize, but you can actually get um, small amounts of omega-3s found in beef, pork, and poultry. So you want to um, make sure that you're getting quality meat. I would say you don't really want to get meat that is fed soy and corn all, you know, its whole life. If you can get some grass fed quality meats, that would be a, a good way to go. Um, so the bottom line is you want to keep these omega sixes in check. Um, what's the best way and easiest way to do that? Avoid processed foods, because if you go to, down the grocery aisle, you're going to notice and you start reading labels, which I hopefully you do read labels that it is pretty much in everything. And it, and you know, um, omega sixes are coming from these vegetable oils that are in foods that you might think are healthy as well. 
even if you just like get mixed nuts, you'll see that there, 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 there's some type of vegetable oil in there. So I would swap that out. So swap out seed and vegetable oils for oils rich in omega-3s. Like I mentioned, olive oil is a great um, source of omega-3s and um, getting meat from, from it as well. Um, meat, fish, like I mentioned, you know, sardines, herring, the one thing mackerel, you can get these all and they're not overly expensive. Like I mentioned before, quality eggs, right? Quality eggs, you can get pasture-raised eggs. That's a great source of EPA. So this could be a goal. I mean, I think if you just focus on this, this could cascade and lead to a, a, a great health outcome that maybe you're not getting. Um, and this will also maybe force you to cook a little bit more from home. And cause when you're ordering in or you're going out, they are using these oils and they're not telling you cause they don't really need to tell you. <laughs> so maybe you ask if you do want to still order in, or maybe you just start cooking more for yourself and avoiding the soybean oils and, and, and the things like that. So anyways, I want to touch on that. I figured this would be a good topic to talk about because I like to talk about sort of these low hanging fruits that can make the biggest impact on your health and adding in omega threes and making sure that ratio is not so balanced towards the omega sixes, um, can really go a long way to help you, you know, live, live a healthy life. Um, prevent insulin resistance, prevent plaque buildup in arteries and things like that. So, um, keep an eye on that, whether you're eating in or going out or cooking for yourself. And if you have any questions, you can email me at brian at briangrin.com. And I apologize. I had a little, little incident with my email address. So if you got shot back, you can try it again and I will, and now I got it fixed. So, um, hopefully you'll enjoy this one. And I got some great interviews coming up with some big heavy hitting guests. Dr. Jason Fung is coming up. So look out for that. And, um, yeah, so looking forward to a great week. Hopefully, um, I will talk to you on Friday and have a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the get lean, eat clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine. And I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.